Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat, cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of The Leo Effects. Now, today I'm joined by a very special guest. It's been a long time in the works, so I'm certainly very happy that I'm finally able to speak with him. But please allow me to introduce to you Mr. Texas Cheney. It's good to have you here. That was an interesting little call you had there. <laughs> like, what was that all about? Well, you know, you know, I've been a pro wrestler for, you know, over 12 years now. And everybody's heard Ric Flair, you know, go, woo! And yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's heard, everybody's heard God bless his soul. Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, always, you know, he did, uh, what was the thing he did? Uh, uh, ooh, yeah. You know, he always did that. Yeah. Well, you know, when I started wrestling, I was like, you know, I got to have some, something like that, too. I got to have me a little horn. And uh, I remember, <clears throat> you know, I always wanted to be original. I never wanted to take another man's deal. I think that's just, uh, just poor taste. So I remember growing up as a kid, my Uncle Jim, he was a badass Marine. Had a big old fella, always had a cigar in his mouth. And he'd always look at me and he'd call me skanky because I was always dirty. And he'd go, woo-wee, little skanky. You better clean up so we go have dinner for Elba. But you know, I just he, he would always do that no matter what. But I can remember that particular statement. But he would always he'd take his boots off and go in the house and you know, he'd always do that, you know. So I took that from my Uncle Jim. I love you, Uncle Jim. He's still around. But um that is original. I have to give him credit for it that I <laughs> I took that little noise and I made it part of my wrestling career and uh when I go to the shows or I do an interview, it's always, woo-wee. That's it's awesome. Original, baby. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's great. What What was it that made you want to be a, a wrestler in the first place? Well, I've, you know, I've always been a big guy. I've always been entertained with, you know, sports of any kind. And I always loved the physical part of, like, boxing and wrestling. And I've done both. I just found out that wrestling was my, was my niche. And it was where I wanted to be. I could talk junk. I could still look good, and I could still be powerful. And, and my main goal in life is to entertain. I, I, I admire all of my fans, and they're the ones that give me the the strength to perform for them. That's my job in life. I, I was born to entertain, and oh, yeah. I love to 
makes people happy. Kids, men and women of all ages, I like to give them what they want. That's great. That's awesome. And, you know, it's all about the fans in the entertainment world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've wrestled, you know, 12 years. So I've been, I've been acting for about six years. And I'm starting to go out of the wrestling business. I'm getting ready to retire this year and get full force into it. Okay. Because I've got a couple, I've got a, a couple of uh, agents, manager, and a publicist. So I'm getting ready to get so busy. And at the same time, I'm using my head instead of my body and not wrestling anymore. There you go. What prompted you to retire out of wrestling? My smarts. <laughs> I'm getting older, and uh, the, old, the old body just can't take it no more. I, you know, when you get older, you get subject to breaking, tearing, and damaging a lot more easier than when you're younger. And, of course, at the same time, the flip side of that coin is you can't recover as fast. So uh, you do get hurt, even though it's stakes. Uh, you do get hurt. I've been hurt, even at a young age, and I just... Uh, for myself. I didn't really want to be an old man out there wrestling. Uh, I don't mind coming out, you know, even 10 years from now if I got to do like a, you know, a promo what that means is coming out talking really just running your mouth. But as far as physical wrestling every week, I, I can't do that anymore. Gotcha. Um, as far as acting, I, I can I can, you know, I can work six months on the job and take a couple months off, you know. Right, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I heard a wrestling term a while back, and I, I haven't been able to speak to a wrestler to find out what it means. What does it mean to be Give a to heel? Me. A what? A heel. A heel. A heel's a bad guy. Baby faces the good guy. Say, for example, uh, pick a match that you've seen on the TV. Just pick one, and I'll tell you who's a heel and baby face. Oh, man. I Last time I saw wrestling was... Um, Back with uh, Triple H and uh, um, oh my gosh, who, who was the microphone? I'll brother give you an idea. Well, tri- Triple H is Triple H is uh, you know he's going back and forth. The heel's the bad guy. The baby face is a good guy. Like for example, John Cena. I know you know who that is. Yep, yep. Um, John, John Cena has always been the baby face, which is a good guy. A heel. Let's say I tell you what, there was one heel. Everybody loved like the baby face, and that was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was always a heel, the bad guy, but everybody loved him, you know. Yeah, but yeah, you that's to true. Have, you got to have the good guy and the bad guy to create a story in the ring. So, you know, um, for example, too, let's say uh, the great Kylie Andre the Giant heels. Uh, now, like for example, Ric Flair, he's been heel and baby face, heel and baby face, more heel than anything. But you can go out there and sell yourself, but. Anyway, he'll he'll it's the bad guy to answer your question. Okay, and what were you? Were you a, are you a heel or a baby face? Mainly baby face. I like working heel. It's easy to make people hate you and to be a jerk, but uh, it really takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of work to make thousands of people you know cheer for you and love you. And I've always liked that. And I, uh, I've been heel a couple times, and I just told them some others just don't like being heel. I'd rather be the baby face. <laughs> right uh, on. I just I love I, I love to be admired and loved by the fans and not booed and hated. Okay. And what's the craziest stunt you've ever had to pull off in a match? Um, the craziest thing that I had to do. Uh, I guess coming off the uh, uh, the top of the, the cage match and falling back on the table. That's probably be the craziest thing I've ever done. So I'm a big a big guy. Usually don't 
high fly like that, but I always like to be different. I like to see myself different. So that would probably be the, uh, yeah, that was, that was tough. You know, I had a big old whelp on my back for a long time. Probably a little scar left too. Yeah. That was about crazy. Yeah, very dangerous. It is. It is. It can be dangerous and it can be deadly. Yeah, and you know, I hear a lot of people talking about like that's always been the huge controversial deal is people say, Oh, well wrestling's just fake, it's not real. But I mean people can really get hurt doing that stuff, right? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, it's just like the movies. Uh, the movies are fake, it's choreographed up. You know, I have broke I've broke six ribs in all four quadrants of my body. So oh, I broke man. all the two two in the front, two in the back, total of six. Broken fingers, busting the face up a thousand times. Uh, but the ribs is no joke. That that hurts. I've had my stomachs uh, stapled back together. You know, yeah. I mean, when you hit that ground, it hurts. It's real. You've got to be a conditioned athlete to be able to do it, or you'll be out there 30 seconds and you'll be throwing up, leaving and quitting. Uh, so it's not. You know, a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, fake. Yeah, it's entertainment. It is fake. We're pretending to look like we're killing each other, but it is the number one selling show in the world and history's never been able to match it. It sells out everywhere, every week for 20, 30 years, you know. It's the it, it, it brings in more and more people watch uh wrestling than uh, NFL, the highest rated sports there is. Really is. That many people watch it. That's crazy. I I didn't realize it was such a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Now as far as your your character or do you have a character that you portray? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, my wrestling name is Truck, just like a truck. And uh, my finish is Truck Stop. It's the top, coming off the top rope with a knee to the head. And uh, my uh, when I'm in the ring, it's Truck 30. That's what time it is. I kind of stole that from Beer 30. So there's <laughs> all kinds of slang. Because you got to constantly cut promos and stuff. Talk to the fans. You know, hype them up. Let them know about yourself. You know, sell your character to them. Let them know who you're looking at. Let them know who that person is. So... That is definitely uh, my character gets more of a uh, kind of like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, being a badass guy, uh, all black. I wear nothing but black or gladiator boots, you know, tights. Sometimes I wear short cut off jeans like Stone Cold did. Not try to steal from him. Everything's different, but you can't, you know, you can't, uh, you can't say you're stealing a pair of shorts because you got you know, everybody can wear them. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I'm more of the. I'm more of a badass biker guy that's called Truck, and there's been many shows I've heard I've been on a nice motorcycle. Even sometimes I bring my own if it's close to where I live. Um, sometimes when my manager will call around trying to get a, get a, a company to uh, promote us a, a motorcycle for me to come in on. And i tell you what, when I come in on a motorcycle, those fans, man, they go crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking. I mean, we ain't talking about no little sports. But I mean, I'm coming in there on a hundred thousand dollar, ten foot long, custom made chopper, and I mean, it's firing, just breathing fire out of the pipes, and revving it up, and I'm coming out there all oiled up and pumped up, and getting ready to entertain. People go crazy, man. I'm telling you, they love it. I bet. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. It makes it makes it makes, gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we kind of discussed it a little bit earlier that um, you're retiring out of wrestling and heading into the the acting world. Um, now, you said you were in something before. Well, I've been acting yes for six years. Yeah, but I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full full force and getting out of the uh, because I can't obligate myself to both uh, 
100% so I'm getting ready to move the 50% of the rest of my life and retire on that go 100% to the uh, movies. Right on. That's that's cool. That's awesome. And you were in uh, a film called uh, Southern Iron, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, that's Southern Iron. That was um, a rude gestures production. Uh, it's a company out of L.A. And I was actually a biker gang member there who uh, you know, went around uh, collecting money and uh, picking up drugs and killing people who did pay, or who stepped us or who shorted us. And I ended up getting... Double, uh, double dip, and I end up getting executed and caught on fire. Oh! Uh, was halfway through, halfway through the movie, yeah. There's supposed to be another part of it coming back. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. There's supposed to be a sequel coming to it. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a. There was a lot of legalities with that film. Uh, it is always something when you, you feel like you're doing so good that something falls in there and rot makes it rotten. But Somebody down the road swore they wrote it. Someone stole the script and all that shit. So, you know, that's oh. where it stopped. You know, they, so once they get that the legal part and everybody gets sued and everybody's happy with the kids, they'll start another production if <laughs> <see> anybody left. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I couldn't yeah, imagine. Yeah, it's almost domino effect, you know, just like anything in the world. Jeez. So, you know, you've been uh, doing this for a while now. Um do you is there a particular movie that you would really like to be in oh yeah yeah everyone asks me that it's the same question 007 i'd love to be in uh i'd love to be uh i'd love to be james don that's been my lifelong love and then the next one in line number two would be a superhero um guy in marvel and Marvel can make me whatever they want. And then, yeah. of course, it trickles down to, like, uh, you know, like Fast and Furious, uh, Predator, uh, stuff like that. You know, I'm working on some stuff with some soap operas, which is totally different, but I'll, I'll do anything. You know, being an actor, you don't pick what you want to do. You can you can choose what you like to do, you know, and you can also uh, have your goals set, like what I told you I'd like to do. But if someone told me I needed to play a, uh, you know, a, a older doctor with gray beard and from the general hospital. I'm not going to say that. You know? Yeah. So that makes sense. <laughs> that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. I mean, you see, just like say, for example, um, uh, he was just in my hometown not long ago doing a film here. Um, I can't believe I can think of that. He does. He did. Uh, he did the Gladiator. Russell Crowe. You see how good he looked in the Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. And now he's got some he's got some recent films where he purposely put on like forty pounds, got a big belly, gray head, gray hair. You know, being a father, and you know, he you know, I'm sure he'd rather be the gladiator, but he's an actor. He took other roles, you know, like being an older looking guy. That's just part of acting. You're that's what you're supposed to do. Act, act in accordance with what the director wants you to do. Yeah. And kind of going back to the the wrestling part a little bit, because it also kind of goes to the acting part as well. Did you have a lot of support when you said, like, oh, you know, I'm going to go be a, a wrestler? Very few people. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people told me it was stupid and I was wasting my time. I needed to get a real job. And uh, I did have a... My significant other was all behind me, and my son, and uh, they pushed me to dad. If I need to do whatever it is, that's what you want to do. Do it. Well, I there did. You go. I made it. 
Yeah, yeah. And and look at like where I you tell, made it. Yeah, and I tell everybody, you know, seek your dreams, do what's in your heart, look at the mirror, tell yourself, hey, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do it. You know, pick yourself up and move forward. You know, and my fans are my inspiration. And uh, I give them what uh, what they want. And I, uh, I admire my fans. Yeah. And now moving into acting, do you have the same the same level of support or do do you have more support now because you made it successfully as a wrestler? Yeah. Yeah, you know that you know that song like the rapper song. Um back then um let's see how it go. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot and they all on me. <laughs> but I I'm not saying that's why everybody's doing it, but yes, I have a whole lot of support now because you know, once I got on that plateau from wrestling, got me on the plateau. Of course, I had more support, more fan base, and you know, people more recognized me more. So yeah, I've got a lot of uh, a lot of support in all kinds of levels of careers and people, people in different places, and, and by far, you know, so many, so much support. And I just, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate all my fans and the people that believe in me, and uh, you know. They mean a lot to me. A lot of them don't even know that much. That's fantastic. That's great to have uh, that level of support. Yeah, yeah, I'm blessed. Yeah. And I'm very humble. I'm very humble about it. I do not take it for granted. It could all be taken away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you think uh, a piece of advice would be that you would give somebody that's either entering into like the wrestling or the acting world? The advice I would give them um, to start off with, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Um, if it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. Don't go into anything for the money. Go into it because that's where your heart is. If you're good at it, the money will follow. That's some great advice. Thank you. <laughs> and so kind of talking a little bit more about you yourself, like what is it that uh, – between all of this, what is it that you do for fun? Like, what are your hobbies? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people ask me that. Well, um, I love working out. It's, it's. I guess it would be considered a hobby to some degree. Uh, some people would see it that way, but uh, I, uh, I, uh, I collect the uh, exotic cars. I love to get up on a Saturday morning and just uh, get in and ride the long way to the gym, you know, some of my cars. And uh, I, I love to, uh, I've got a big pizza property plantation on the river. Oh, cool. And not a not a therapy or not a hobby, but I consider it a therapy. That can kind of be a hobby. I like getting out there and getting on my gator or my heavy equipment and, you know, working in the yard, just picking up pine cones, making a big bonfire, mowing on my big tractor, you know, pruning my apples, my pears, my blueberries. You know, I've got a big orchard of pecans. Um, got a big tiki bar, pool, boat dock with a boat. And I just, I go out there and I can't see anybody. Leave the phone in the house. That is my hobby. It's a tranquility and it's um, therapeutic. Yeah. So I, that's, that's my hobby. Uh, but it's not, like I said, so to say a hobby, but that is about about the biggest hobby I got. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that definitely sounds very tranquil and peaceful and 
like a much-needed break. Right. And uh, do you, you know, talking about your acting career and, and the things that you want to do, we kind of talked about it before with uh, what movies you'd want to be in, but is there a particular genre of movie that you would like to do above the others? No. That, you know, 007, James Bond, that's, that's the ones I told you in that order, the ones I'd like to do. But I'll do any kind of movie. You know? That's fair. I've done a lot of uh, I've done the James Cumberland Bond movies, low budget stuff. You know, I was the monster, bad guy, pretty boy, badass guy. You know, I just done so much. But I'm looking for, uh, you know, I've got some big stuff kicking right now. I can't talk about it. But, uh, oh, okay. Definitely, people will definitely start seeing it. Okay, but but stuff is coming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm working on things now. That's yes, awesome. Sir. I can't wait to see more of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking forward to being able to uh, let everybody in yourself in. Cool. And kind of along those same the same question, but uh, a little bit more geared towards your own um, likes and dislikes, I guess, would be who who would you like to work with? Um, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Vin Diesel, Dave Bautista, De Niro, Pacino. All those big guys. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> and have you considered, yeah. like, are you just focusing on acting right now, or have you kicked around the idea of possibly, you know, doing the directing thing? No, no, no directing, just acting. Uh, and I forgot another thing. I'm, I've got some modeling things that are happening for me right now, too. Oh. Um, so that's that's. That's in the works too for modeling. Like, and, uh, like runway yeah. model or magazine model or ma- 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 magazine. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, I I guess kind of bringing things to a close here would be to ask, uh, you know, can you tell the listeners like your different social medias that they can go and follow along? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've got Facebook, Instagram, but I can give you my website. The website has everything on it. The fans can reach out to me and, and see everything about truck or Texas Cheney. That's the real name. But uh, the website is www.texascheney.com. And that's my real name, Texas, T-E-X-A-S-C-H-E-N-E-Y. So www.texascheney.com. And you can actually just Google Texas Cheney. It's the only guy out there with that name. (laughs) Everybody can find me there. Nope. I'm the one and only. There you go. Perfect. My mother always always told me, she said, she always called me Little Texas. My dad was Big Tex. Oh, okay. Little Tex, when the Lord made you, he broke the mold. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, she, she, trust me, she used that as a little bit of sarcasm too, because uh, I was being bad a little time or two as a kid. <laughs> oh, as a kid, I'm sure it was just mischief. <laughs> yeah, but that's but I was a, actually a good kid. My, my dad was a sheriff. My grandpa was a sheriff, and uh, I was a good kid. I did drugs. Still don't do drugs. I was a good kid. I didn't care much for school. Didn't like it. Uh, actually, I dropped out of school. But I, I was a successful man. You know, when I was young, I, I wanted to be a car dealer. I was the youngest car dealer in North Carolina. I was a licensed dealer. I had no dealership. 
Wow. Uh, and actually, that's what I sold. I sold that when I went to the restaurant. That's why I wanted to be a free bird. I see. I see. That's cool. And as far as the uh, wrestling and your website, are your matches up on the website? I have. Um, there's not a lot, just a couple of things. There's so much out there. Uh, I used to post it all the time, and I, I stopped. Uh, but it, you could Google Texas Chain and find a lot of stuff out there. Um, there is another site out there called uh, on YouTube. It's uh, Truck 30. That's got some of my old stuff back in the day. Okay, cool. We had to go check that out, and uh, you know the fans need to check that out too. Yeah, yeah. On my website, you'll see um, there's a couple of things we're wrestling on, uh, but I'm trying to like push that behind me. But I have got a lot of things in wrestling that I haven't posted. Um, I just I had never just pushed it that hard as far as getting out with the public. I have always lived a very private life, but not that I'm not out there. I'm out there, but I was just really private. I've always been very secure in my uh, my lifestyle. Okay, cool. And, you know, once uh, you start getting closer to getting the uh, projects that you're working on out there, I definitely would have you back and, you know, we can discuss them and, anytime. and get that absolutely, out absolutely. there. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. I would love to be on your show. You seem to be a real nice guy. And I'm always here for you and the fans. And, you know, my heart goes out to everybody. And I want to thank everybody for believing in me. It means a lot to me more than people actually know. That's awesome, and yeah, I, I just want to say thank you for coming on and talking to me. It's, it's, you know, you sound like a very, very, very awesome guy. You're nice. You're cool. You've, you're thank you. like, you're very busy. So I'm glad that I was able to get the time to speak with you. Absolutely, it's a pleasure, sir. Pleasure's all mine. Yeah. And uh, when we uh, leave, I'll, I'll give out my little hoot and holler, and I'll hang up. Is that fair enough? That's fair enough. I just want to say right, uh, thank you to you one more time, and mm-hmm. thank you to the listeners. You guys have all been great, and you know, thank you for keeping this thing going. Stay tuned for the next episode, and we'll see you next time. Absolutely, it was a pleasure, sir, and uh, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody has a good one, and look out for Texas Chain. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages, what an amazing show. Thank you for lending an ear and joining us. I'm the host, Ray Rumsey, and if you want to hear more interviews, simply head to anywhere podcasts are heard, Facebook or Twitter, and search The Leo Effects, with an A, not an E. If you'd like to hear me doing silly voices and making a general fool of myself, head over to Shattered Dungeons on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We live stream every Tuesday night. More projects are in the works. For now, stay tuned for more interviews. To book yourself as a guest, you can head to theleoeffects.wixsite.com slash podcast or send me an email at theleoeffects at gmail.com. Remember, this has been The Leo Effects, and great shows require great listeners just like you. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.